welcome to CXO, a magical podcast to help you serve better and concoct experiences that are superlative in nature. I'm your host, Supriya Sharma, bringing to you in each episode didactic nuggets so you can get inspired to sprinkle stardust in your company, your home, and the community on the whole. Welcoming on our show today, Miranda Dikonski, who's the Chief Customer Officer at Swiftly. With over 20 years of experience, she's a ground-up builder with the passion for setting up the right teams, systems, processes, and overall infrastructure to take both the team and the company to the next level. She's been honored as the Top 25 Customer Success Influencer in 2021 top 100 customer success strategists in both 2017 and 2018, top 25 customer success influencer judge in 2020. And well, if that wasn't enough, Miranda also sits on the boards of various organizations, to name a few, it's CSM practice and University of San Francisco's MBA program. Welcome to CXO, Miranda. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor and pleasure to be chatting with you today. Fantastic. So Miranda, with all the years of experience and rich experience, I would call it, why don't you enlighten us on customer success? What does it mean and where does it start in an organization? Yeah, so customer success now, I think it's been around, I don't know, something like 15, 20 years. Uh, So we're coming out of what I would call infancy into being a more mature practice. Uh, I think many of us know the history, so I won't bore everyone with the history here of how it started and why it started, but it is it was heavily centered around the subscription economy uh, and just helping companies retain customers and grow customers. Um, so, you know, where it sits, you know, it is Yes, it is a department, but customer success is also a methodology and a way we think about the customer's journey through the life cycle. Uh, when done well, it's a growth multiplier for an organization. Um, you know, you're helping your customers achieve their desired outcomes, their goals, get a return on their investment. And when you do that, uh, in a partnership mode, especially in the B2B enterprise world, uh, what you do is enable uh, you enable the longevity of the relationship, which helps you both grow together. All right. So where does it exactly fit in the customer's journey with an organization? I mean, customer success is throughout the entire entirety of the journey. Uh, we all should be thinking about the success of the customer from everything from how we market, the messages we send out, to the types of customers that are prospects that we sign and bring in, to you know the actual customer success motion of making sure that they're getting value out of your product, the support, how we support them in their success. And then again, to you know how we build products, engineer products. Uh, it should be thought of through the entirety of the life cycle. I think a big misconception that we have is customer success is just a portion 
it's a department, which is true. It is a department. There is a team that does customer success, um, but the success of a customer should be thought of through the entirety of the life cycle. Thanks for enlightening us on that because yesterday itself I was talking to one of the employees in an organization which is more of a service-based organization and since we've been discussing about customer success the person came with a conception that uh, customer success has to do after the sale has been made and that's why I precisely put forward this question for our audience today even those who are new to the concept of customer experience and customer success as to where it exactly fits in the journey and there yeah. you are yeah I mean Look, I get it. Everybody, I, I I don't disagree with that statement. It is a department that manages that relationship after site after the sales. However, in order to have a successful customer, to have customer success, you have to think about it through the entirety of the life cycle, not just in a small portion of it. Makes sense. And how does it differ from customer support then? Aren't we supporting the customer throughout the life cycle with customer success? Is it a part of it or there are two different things? Yeah, so here's here's the thing. Customer support uh, is your reactive uh, problem-solving team. They're the team that when you have an issue with the product, a question with the product, you need support. They're going to help you troubleshoot your issue, help you reset your password, whatever it may be. That's the crew that's going to help you with that. They're more on the reactive side. Of course, I always want my customer support teams anticipating, you know, future needs, but they're not thinking about the health of the relationship and the, the strategy to, to help the customer grow. Customer success, on the other hand, as a department, um, they're managing a portfolio and they're thinking about the strategic level of that portfolio. Uh, they're thinking about how do we help this customer achieve ROI, on return on investment on their purchase? How do we help them achieve their outcomes that they desire? How do we partner with them to help them grow and evolve and become a mature user of our products and services? That's customer success. Now, does customer success ever do reactive stuff? All the time. Um, but by nature, I would like you know to see my customer success team um, working in a more proactive way, where they're thinking of you know their their success plans and all the things they're going to do to partner with the customer to help them achieve the goals. One of the aspects of customer success that you mentioned here was uh, helping customers admire or appreciate the ROI, basically the return on their investment. Um, on a lighter note, do companies really think about it before they create a product or go uh, to the market with a particular product? Do they really want to make an impact in the life of the customer or it's just about uh, bringing dollars to the company's revenue? I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. I think. The, the companies that are successful always have their customer at the center when they're building, designing, and creating these products. I believe wholeheartedly um, that, you know, a successful team begets successful customers, begets successful business. Um, so at the center of everything we build, we need to make sure we're thinking about the problem statements of our customers and how we're helping them. Um, if you don't, and if you're just worried about the bottom line, 
Um, yeah, I'm sure you'll you'll bring customers in, but will you retain them? Will you be able to, you know, make back that cost of acquisition uh, in a manner that uh, allows your company to continue to grow efficiently? I don't know. I'm sure there are companies out there that do, um, but there is there is a lot of statistics out there, and I'm not a statistician, so I'm not going to start quoting them verbatim, but there are a lot of statistics out there that show that companies that put their customers at the center of everything they do from their business strategy to um, you know how they develop products to how they support the products, uh, they, they tend to do better than those that don't just because we're in a world now where customers have infinite choices. So if you don't meet them where they are, they'll go somewhere else. It's no skin off their back. It's it's not like the days of yore when you know there was an on-premise solution that took two years for them to put in place, so it was really hard for them to rip it out. It's not like that anymore. Um, so you have to keep customers at the center. So thinking specifically about these small and medium enterprises, those who haven't had a uh, you know, formal customer success program in place. If those are the kind of companies who wish to incorporate a customer success program in their organization, what should be the basic elements of such a program uh, for a small or a medium enterprise? We are leaving those well-established multinational companies to the side. We are talking about the small and medium companies here. Yeah, this is where I specialize. Um, I am an early to mid-stage startup person. And I generally go in and build out customer success from scratch. Um, first thing before you start building out a customer success program in your organization is to understand your customers' needs and uh, really, you know, dig in and figure out how you are meeting those needs and how you will meet those needs. Um, I highly suggest do a lifecycle whiteboarding session where you think about the various stop points of your customers throughout your product, their journey, um, even maybe partner with a trusted customer about their journey. Uh, and then you can figure out strategically where if you insert intervention, training, uh, partnership, how can you make that more successful? Um, and by making that more successful, make it more valuable to the customer and make it more profitable for the organization. Um, I also am not naive to the fact that many small businesses or small startups, they don't have budgets. Uh, so they're operating on a shoestring budget. Um, so, you know, even if you just start with one customer success manager who is a, a builder and, you know, someone who manages a portfolio and, and comes in and helps you build out your customer success motion, um, it's, it's a good experiment to kind of go through. Um, I will, I tend to have people, especially, and this is especially in B2B enterprise, I want to call that out, business to business enterprise, high touch motion, you can start small. You can start small with managing your top 20 accounts, learning from them, figuring out what they need, so on and so forth. Now, I don't want to preclude this conversation from the folks that are the B2B low touch or a B2C business to consumer. Um, there are things that you can do too to build out 
a you know tech touch digital led customer success motion that doesn't require heavy intervention uh, there's a lot of content out there that would be uh, that would be a much longer conversation than we probably have here uh, but there's a there's a lot of content out there as well on how to build out your digital touch motion and sometimes that's the place to start when you're bootstrapped That, that sounds like a million dollar advice because you've been able to summarize everything for us in one sentence here uh, that we can probably start with the customer success manager if not a lot that can be done about it fantastic so uh, to conclude this miranda for organizations who are looking at getting customer success right what do you think is that paramount principle which they cannot compromise on paramount principle that you cannot compromise on is make sure that you have the voice of your customer inserted into everything that you're doing. Um, if you're operating and building out a customer success program, a product, your team development strategy, whatever it may be, without understanding the needs of your customer, you could be building the wrong thing. Um, so that's a paramount thing. It's just making sure you understand your customers, what they need, not just for today, but what they need, you know, for the future. So you are building and developing um, the right things uh, to be able to continue to grow and scale alongside them. Awesome. So that has been a fantastic session with you. And I really appreciate you for taking out time to be with us here on CXO and sharing your experience with customer success. I'm sure our audience has had a great learning today. Thank you, Miranda. You have a great day ahead. for listening to CXO with your host, Supriya. I hope you enjoyed a dive into the nitty-gritty of customer experience. If you are committed to applying these ideas in the real world, stay tuned with me. Don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.